Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you weekend fantasy update. Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart, and I got my buddy. He's back doing his best Chevy Chase routine. George Kurtz. Good morning, Ken. Good to be back. Good to be Good. back. A couple weeks in Florida was nice, but it's uh, it is nice to be back. Yeah, Florida is an interesting place, as I told you. Uh, yeah, first of all, well, welcome to the weekend uh, fantasy update, everybody. Just to give uh, people a programming note to me and George, uh, uh, nothing's going to change. But next weekend, uh, we're going to start at uh, noon Eastern instead of eleven. Get you a little bit closer to those uh, weekend baseball games, so we can give you more picks, go over the lines, and all that jazz. So uh, yeah, this week uh, eleven to two today and tomorrow, and then noon till three starting next week. And uh, weekend bets, George, lots of bad, bad, bad. Just like Fred Flintstone and uh, on the Flintstones, there he loved to bet. He did love to bet. I, I wasn't a Flintstones guy. I, I you know. Uh, I mean, I, of course, I've seen the Flintstones, but I, I don't know. I was never a guy. I did like Bam Bam the way he's beat up. Yeah, he was <laughs> Bam uh, Bam. Yeah. Dino, Crushing the, the, uh, the, the, the dinosaur, dinosaur? Dog. Yeah, he was good. He was yeah, good too. He, he was good. But I, I, I was it wasn't one of my favorite cartoons growing up. I told you uh, when I <laughs> just about Florida. I remember that back there, me and Gabe a long time ago. We were doing a show at another network, and uh, he was doing a late night show. And we got to be pretty tight with Mike Dick. He became like a regular uh, guest on the show. He's like, "Hey, why don't you turkeys uh, come down to my uh, golf tournament in Orlando?" And our, our work didn't have really a lot of money, so. We got on a plane. It was, like, delayed. We're in, like, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, whatever. We get the Dickest tournament. They're already there. Like, we're gone. There's no way we can make the course. So we're just hanging out at his resort. Came back. Basically, we're in Orlando. And, uh, yeah, that, so that night we're partying. We're drinking. He's in the sun. He's, like, pur- he's like purple, George, like, 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 like a dark, dark red wine. Like, he is getting pummeled by the sun. He's done. We're all wasted. We go out. Me and Morenci uh, separated later on in the night. And the best thing was I get arrested. I, I'm wasted, and I walk up to a drive-thru. The cop puts me in the car, and he's at the other end of town, and then I see him. He, he, you know him. He's probably told somebody to F off, and uh, he got he, he got he got the Orlando treatment, too, and, the, and all the villas at Mike Dicker's Resort all looked the same, too, and we ended up, like, actually making it back. But I'll tell you, man, I was in Florida, and uh, it's a wild spot. Uh, there's just something in the air in Florida. It's a little bit different. You know, I, I go down there. And, uh, I have family down there, so that's, that's why I go down often, and uh, – I stay at my cousin's, and he's uh, just outside of Tampa and Wesley Chapel, if anybody knows where that is. So we're there, and the first thing he tells me is like, hey, this is alligator time here. So, you know, if you go outside in the bush, don't go out, you know. Yeah, like, he's like, don't, you know, if you go out in the backyard, you're, you're fine, but don't go in the bushes. I'm like, what? 
uh, don't go in your bushes. He goes, oh, yeah, there's alligators. I, snakes. And he used to throw water oh, that, What the <laughs> hell's going on here? Yeah, When'd you move to Australia, man? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, that, crocodile that, that, that. <laughs> Forget the bushes, Cam, man. I wasn't going outside, period. I just stayed in this little Florida room here with the pool and just hanging out. I'm like, alligators, smart, snakes. You're a smart man, George. It's, it's like that turkey. Like, yeah, you got a $5 Titleist golf ball. You're, gonna, you're, you're actually going to go in the weeds there? in florida to look for that thing i get a nice snake bite in my ankle there yeah like that's another thing man it's just like i don't do well down there my buddy yeah my buddy lived in georgia i told you the story went water skiing water uh skiing and i'm like one of those ski biscuits just for like you know bigger guys like it's more of a a drunken tube right you just sit there and get pummeled all day and you know what i mean it takes no athleticism i'm sitting there and i'm wasting i'm just like why in the tube and i just see this big ass he's like slithering up and those bad boys people don't understand water moccasins they look like they, they blend in with the water like they're it's camel personified like I'm hit the start the boat start up the boat start the boat I started flipping out I'm like like these guys and the thing about them is they don't mind humans like they look for a fight they're not like snakes that you know you kind of go oh here's a little garter snake screw you I used to go in the river and collect golf balls oh here's a here's a little snake there like water snake pff, whatever you're not worried about them but those moccasins man you you get bit by one of those uh, party's over better be near a hospital George yeah I don't like the Roman uh, hot places. No, no, I'm going to pass, man. I don't know if I told you the story. I, I went golfing with my cousin. Not, not this time. The last time I was down there was last year. And like I said, my cousin's a big guy. You know, he's like 6'4", 280, whatever he is. Wow. And I'm he's there. He's, he, yeah, that whole side of the family is big. His brother, his brother, my other cousin, he's built like a linebacker. You know, he's like 6'1", former Air Force guy, you know. So he's like, we're, we're golfing. And I'm in the car. I'm in the car, I'm in the car, and he hits, he hits a shot in here. It's a good shot, but there's an alligator there. It's, it's, it's an alligator on the course. But yeah. he's, and the alligator is probably 10, 15 feet from the ball, but he's not moving. He's just, I don't know, the alligator yeah. sunbathing. He's chilling. Yeah. He's just chilling. <laughs> but my cousin, but uh, to hit the ball, my cousin would have to have his back to the alligator. And he's like, you know, do me a favor. Just uh, stand between me and the alligator. Let me know if the alligator comes. I went, whoa, 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 whoa. You're 15 feet from the alligator. If I stand between you and the alligator, that means I'm seven feet between the alligator. No! Take a drop, buddy, or good luck. I am not standing between you and an alligator or a crowd, whatever the hell this thing is. Get the hell out of here. He's like, oh, yeah, just serpentine. They don't turn well. Oh, that's great. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. serpentine. Sure they do. Yeah, they, they don't turn well. That's like, that's like poking a bear and saying, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to run down this hill and he'll fall and roll down with you. No, it's <laughs> right. okay. I'll, 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 t- I'll, I'll take my, yeah. That's another thing, George. I don't know what it is. Like, you're a smart guy. Is it, uh, which ones are meaner? Are gators, I think, are gators meaner than crocs? Or is it I the other no way idea. around? Yeah, I think one of them is like more no like, you know, one likes fighting more than the other one. I, I just don't know. To me, they're both, they, I, I look at them, and that's another thing. You, you want to mess with these things in water. Like, once it, got, once, once it, it has a grip of you and like it bites you and puts you in the death roll, you're done. You're absolutely done. You have no chance. So I'm not going to test my uh, fate and uh, try to hit a gator on, on the top of the head with my uh, tailor made just to, just to make a point. <laughs> if I miss, he's going to be pretty pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit him on top of my, yeah. my driver yeah. there. Like, get the hell out. Stand <laughs> between me and the gator. I like, I like this guy. Yes, exactly. I guess he was serious. Live, he wasn't kidding. I, he was he dead know, serious. Of course he was. Of course he was. I, I, the thing is, once people live down there, I think they kind of get used to that type of stuff. Like, we're in the Northeast right so 
Like, I don't even know if we have, like, we have one area, I think, by Niagara Falls there. Like, there's literally, like, if you look at poisonous things where we are, I think there's there's some rattlesnakes. And they're, they live in the rocks and stuff like that by, like, the Niagara Gorge, like, on the Canadian-USA uh, border. They're right there. They hang out. But there's, you know, I mean, other than that, like, there's nothing around. Like, what are you going to get, a turtle? Like, the, in, in the water, there's there's nothing. So I'm not, uh, that, that that's good news. I don't want to live in, I got I to gotta be honest with you, even when I retire, I'm not going to go to one of those places where there's, like, scorpions or, you know, snakes slithering around. It's not my style, you know. I mean, I just, I'm the type of guy to, like, wake up in the morning, too. There'll be, like, a, you know, a snake in my kitchen or something like that. Well, I'm getting my coffee and, and, and bite me. No, thank you. No, no. Listen, you, you go golfing in Vegas, man. They'll tell you. Don't, you know, once again, yeah. watch scorpions and snakes. This is, this is great. I got to worry about alligators and water moccasins in Florida, and then I got to worry about freaking scorpions. I got to worry about death on a golf course, as if my game isn't bad enough. Yeah, my game's pretty lousy, too. Other than that, yeah, tell us about the trip, George. I haven't talked to you in a, in a, in a couple weeks. Uh, highlights, lowlights, and then we'll get into uh, the baseball board and stuff. like. I know you still have time. That's the beautiful thing, George. You're, you're a man of business. Even though the kids are playing, I know you're still tapped into what's going on. Well, you know, that's, that's the best thing about uh, – I shouldn't say the best. We all get, I, I was at Disney for a couple of days. I was really down there to visit, uh, visit family, but I went, went to Disney. And, you know, while you're waiting on the lines, I'm there. I, I, you're waiting on a line uh, to get on whatever attraction it is. And I'm there either watching my Twitter, catching up on the news. I'm placing, yeah. <laughs> I'm placing bets on the phone. My wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just reading, honey. You know, I still got things going on. It was a great way to kill time. It really was. Thank God for uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, it keeps you sane down there. But I'll tell you, man, last time I went down there was – six, seven years ago, and uh, I, I didn't like Universal last time. Universal is so much better now. Universal was really it was really great. The, they have so many VR rides, virtual reality rides. Those things were freaking fantastic. Next so they're all, down, yeah. I don't know what great. I do in them. Like, you, do, do, do some people, they'll flip out. Like, you, could you, like, I guess if you're like, it's one of those I things. Like you, you could. Got, you got to have a clear mind, right? Like, you can't go into that thing all screwed up because, like, I got to be honest with you, I, I could see somebody, like, like, having a panic attack and just going nuts. I guess you just rip it you could rip off the goggles can't you how does it work you don't put goggles on they actually put you yeah. in like a, a theater you know it's wow. uh, it, but it cool. seems it seems real I mean I know you're not really moving all that much you're really not but man it is fun I mean when you think you're falling off a building you think you're falling off the damn building and it, it is it's a ride it is a ride man I, I enjoyed that I enjoyed that immensely I wish I would have had more time to spend there I would go uh, I could spend I could spend an easy couple of days at Universal going on all those rides again. They it's were funny. Fun. Universal used was, to be junk. Now it's you're saying it's, it's, it's role it reversal. Great. It's good. It, it great. was great. And some of the rides came out the kid the kitty one, the minions and stuff like that. And even those were great. Wicked. You know, I'm at some of the other uh, what Transformers was a ride too. Harry Potter rides. You're you're a rides man, are you, George? Yeah, you love coasters and stuff like that. I'm a, I am afraid of heights. I am, but wow. I still go. But I do. I still like the thrill. I do, you know, so I still go. You know, plus, you know, listen, I'm there with my wife, my niece, my 20-year-old niece. So, you know, I got to be the big, strong, tough man there. So I can't say no. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, man. A, I, I white-knuckle it, bro. I, I am so yeah. – my hands are on those – I could bend bars, man, because I am white-knuckling those things. And I close my eyes with sunglasses on. I ain't watching nothing. You know, I'm just holding on for dear life and praying and praying for it to end. You know, I discovered at the end, though, it's not so much the, uh, the ride that bothers me, but my head slams back and forth so many times. I get a headache when I get off because it kept hitting the uh, – <laughs> the panty, the panty's not soft. It's hard plastic, man. So I, I got a headache. My wife had to give me Advil, but it was it was a good time, man. So you, out of the three parks I went to, which is Magic Kingdom, Universal, Animal Kingdom, uh, Universal uh, in my mind, I think I think for adults was by far the best. I think the kids probably enjoyed Magic Kingdom the most, but uh, Universal, like I said, it was a complete role reversal from the last time I was down there. 
Me and you have a lot in common, George. It sounds like I feel like we're two old guys. Oh, I don't want to go outside. I hate snakes, scorpions. I hate heights, too. Like, I, I go over to my buddy's place. Uh, he lives in my area. I haven't seen him in a while, but he's on, like, the 19th floor. And, like, he's got, like, it's an old apartment building, too, with, like, you know, the thin steel thing. Like, I won't even go into his balcony. I'm like, I'll, I'll stay right, I'll stay right here. So I'm, I'm drinking. I'm, I'll lean over. Hey, how you doing? You know, are we going to watch the game? You want money on this game? Like, I just, I'm like, he's like, oh, come on out. I'm like, no, no, I'm not coming out on your thin balcony with the old, like, <laughs> no, it's it's okay. I think I'll pass. Like, I, I hate that stuff, man. Do you like I, driving just, over bridges? No, I, I, I told you, buddy, I, uh, there's a bridge before we go to the States. When I go to Buffalo, when I go to Buffalo Bills games, they're basically between where I am just outside and uh, Niagara Falls, New York. There's a bridge in like this place called Burlington. It's called the Burlington Skyway. It's a huge, huge bridge. I, uh, I've done that drive and snowstorms. Are... George, one time I like literally had a dream that I like go right over the side of it. I hate it. Like I was one time I, I was freaking out. I'm like, just don't like freak out too much. You got to get over like deep breath, deep breath. It was icy like their big tra- tractor trailers they're going there i'm in like a little ford temple going don't die don't die don't die like if, if, when i when i go over that bridge I, I i panic and i've driven it in like the worst type of conditions too like i literally when i when i get to that part i'm like oh god help me like just get me over this quick i don't like to do it when there's weather now i'll, I'll even avoid it like if there's like a snowstorm or something like that you won't catch me dead going going across that thing i hate it yeah i don't like i don't like bridges either man you know i find myself i'm, I'm doing like 80 over, I want to get over the goddamn bridge, man. I, yeah. I want I, the bridge. I want. Oh, I don't like. I don't mind if you're on like the Verrazano, which is a big bridge here. They have two levels. If I'm on the lower levels, all right, that's that's yeah. like a normal road. That's fine. It's the upper level, man. You can see the sky. It doesn't seem like it has much to keep you from going into the ocean or whatever it is the the body of water is there. And I didn't like it. The Chesapeake uh, Chesapeake Bay Bridge in Baltimore was another one that was like, wow, this bridge doesn't look very. You did good a at lot. All. Of, you did a lot of driving too. It's not like you guys flew flew down. I've done that trip too, man. It's uh. It's not a small trip. There's a lot of things no. going on. It's it's 18, 20 <laughs> hours, man. It's a, it's an interesting. It's a boring trip too. There's, there's not much to see. You know, you're on I-95 the whole time. And it's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty dull there. But uh, hey, the, all, the trip was good. Seeing the family was good. Irish family. Everybody's drinking and getting you know blasted halfway <laughs> to Hades. So. Uh, my wife's thrown up yeah. in the car. My niece that, is out. That's absolutely awesome. passed out. <laughs> High school party. <laughs> Throwing yeah. up in the car. <laughs> that's good. She did. I mean, it's like, can you at least make it out the window? I mean, she, yeah. not, she didn't. Not even. She tried to get it out the window. It was half in, half out. So that's annoying having to clean. Was that, that in the new Altima uh, too, or uh... that was in the new uh, the, uh, Subaru Ascent? Oh, oh yeah, the uh, Subaru. That's right. You had an Altima. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. it was. It was oh, a nice t- wasn't she, actually, she actually got a much more on the side of the car. But either way, I'm at uh, like a Lovey's gas station and whatever the hell, Georgia, cleaning this up. I'm like, yeah, this is a joy for me. Not only like I drive 20 hours, but I got to clean this crap up too. Have you ever gone to one of those gas stations? I've done this before, George. It's like I did uh, baseball. It's actually, you'd appreciate this. Uh, when I, I used to live in like the Arctic, right? And uh, the guy I lived with is a huge baseball fan too. So we did like, uh, you know, drove down to Vegas and did like the swirl. Like he moved back and I did, we did basically about like 12 baseball parks on the way back a little uh, mini baseball trip right so yeah and that's the thing when you're traveling around uh, you, ever, you ever hit one of those gas station showers <laughs> like like i'm like there dee, dee, dee. like where all the truck drivers go i was in one of those like flying jays you go in there okay they're gonna have a shower clean up it's uh cheaper than a hotel room <laughs> no no i haven't done that uh we were we were supposed to stop on the way down uh we were stopping like florence south carolina to stay at uh for you know maybe overnight get me some sleep but the girls wanted to power through Good. I could do it. I knew I could power through. I, I, I thought they would. I thought my kids would be bored, you know, bored to hell in the car for eighteen hours. But it ends up being my little one, who's eight. 
You, you put her in a car. She's she's out cold. She slept That's probably awesome. sixteen of the eighteen hours. That's a dream, buddy. You know, it's a dream. Yeah. Some people that they, they don't they don't do that. That's what you want from your kids. You want them nope. to, you know, do the old. She night was out nap. cold, <laughs> and they wanted to get there as soon as possible because they wanted to hit my cousin's pool that that Friday night rather than Saturday morning. So it was like I said, the trip was. Uh, Uneventful, really, for the most part. Outside of the way home, my wife decided to uh, lurch a few times. So how many, so out of the driving days, a couple of them were driving only, right? You did it basically, how long was the drive, what, 20 hours? That's about 18 hours. 18 18 hours, yeah, you know, I didn't hit much traffic, so traffic wasn't a problem. You do have to make some stops here for food. We stopped once each way for food. And gas, you know, got to get some go-go juice. Well, perfect. Yeah, no, I just want to get that out of the way, George. And we'll get to we'll get to what's uh, going on in the world of sports. And I'll tell you something, buddy. Uh, I haven't had a cha- We haven't had a championship in this city since '93. And uh, one game away now, the Raptors did it again. Shocking win over Golden State. Like I, I, I don't even know what to say right now, George. I'm kind of in like shock mode still. But they're up three to one in the NBA Finals. Absolute madness there. I don't think anyone can believe what's happening. It's like happiness and shock. We'll go through the baseball board a whole lot more. Some news too. Some interesting news in baseball, NFL. They're talking about the CBA. Hope to get that done. A hell of a lot more. A couple signings in hockey. Everything all over the board. I'm Cam Stewart. He's George Kurtz back from the Florida excursion. And we will go through everything on this show today. Hopefully, George's uh, either trip didn't slow him down. He was on fire betting before he went away. We'll pick some of uh, our best bets in baseball as well. Okay, stick around, everybody. Weekend fantasy update. Stewart and Kurtz coming back after a short break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Sean, grabbing a cup of coffee here. Weekend fantasy update. Staying up late with the Raptors, everybody. Woo! Party time. One more game. George, you live in New York, so you have you're used to teams winning. I'm not. Big difference, right? Being a Yankee fan, it's like year after year. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're in contention. It feels very, very odd to have a team here. Like we're kind of known as like uh, the Cleveland, uh, kind of the, the Cleveland of Canada. Choke, 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 choke with the Leafs and stuff. It's nice. Uh, one win away, buddy. Uh, I, I got the fever, buddy. I got the fever. Yeah, best of luck. Uh, I'm not uh, oblivious to basketball. I know the Raptors are up 3-1. We the North. We, yeah, we the, yeah, you guys are part of the North, too, right? I, I call it like the North, like the North. Before we the are Mason the Northeast, Dixon line. right? Yeah, yeah we're, we are the Northeast, exactly. Exactly. You know, we are the Northeast, yeah. So uh, it, it's the funny. It's the greatest thing about following Gabe, by the way. I know more about basketball than I ever had because I follow Gabe on Twitter, so I see all his yeah. tweets. I know, what, I know what's going on. I don't need to watch anything. I can just, I can just follow him and read. So, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, listen, I have no, no dog in the fight here. Good luck to you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no, it was weird, too, George. It was interesting. Uh, I was thinking about you watching the Blue Jays-Yankees series. Very surprised. Like, Yankees are on fire, but uh, not, not an easy series. The Blue Jays gave you guys all you can handle there. And Vladimir Guerrero, 
He's he's start, he's starting to look like he's really getting it together. He's showing a lot more patience at the plate. I know they said, uh, unlike his father, you know what I mean. And you saw that home run where he actually caught that Britain pitch, like golfed it out like a cricket shot. That thing was a laser beam. Like this kid, I'll tell you, man. Once he figures it out, the power is un it's it's unbelievable. Like that thing went, left that park quick. That was a bullet. It did. Uh, Yankees are struggling a little bit. You could see it uh, this week. They've. Uh... You know, listen, baseball teams are going to lose. We all know that. The best yeah, teams sure. are going to lose, still lose 60 games or so. But the Yankees aren't playing well right now. Yeah, you know, they lost that game in Boston Sunday night because pretty much Clint, uh, Clint Frazier couldn't catch the ball. Yeah. Then they lose uh, uh, what to Toronto on Tuesday. They can't hit with people in scoring base, uh, scoring position. They went one for 12. And then Wednesday, the bullpen falls apart. Last night, they don't hit at all. And uh, they have their issues there. So, uh, yeah, teams, baseball teams are going to go through this. But, you know, I do wonder, are the Yankees starting to feel... You know, they, they, the fact of all these injuries, they're starting to add up now. You do wonder that. I do wonder with the bullpen, the fact that Boone, I've said this before, I think he's over, he's abused some of these guys. Is yeah. that going to catch up with them? And it's only June. You know, what's going to happen in July and August? So you wonder if that's uh, going on here. Didi did come back last night, looked good. Uh, base running gaffer hurt the Yankees last night, but still uh, looked good there. He's back. Gleyber Torres day-to-day with a shoulder injury. Could return today. Yankees have a 4 o'clock game today. So maybe we should have that lineup before the end of the show. So we'll know if Gleyber coming back here. Judge and Stanton still looking like a couple of weeks away. Maybe the Yankees get them back before that London series against Boston uh, later on this month on June 29th yeah, and June 30th. What's your take on that, George? I know we do it for all the other sports. You know, uh, the NBA has gone there before. It's an international game. We know we get the Jacksonville Jaguars and everybody else, uh, the old London treatment. Um, you know, Raiders are coming to Canada and going to London, so they're the first team to do basically uh, Canada, United States, and Europe. But what do you think about baseball there? It's kind of it's kind of interesting because I know cricket's uh, one of those sports that's big over there, but you don't really hear much about baseball in London. It uh, should be interesting. Uh, I, w- I wonder how the Brits are going to take it in. I, you know, I wonder as well. You know, yeah, the obviously it makes sense to bring the Yankees there. The Yankees, the French strikes, blah blah blah. Okay, global we know team, global team, right? Everybody knows Yankee Stadium and the Yankees, so that makes sense. And the Red Sox, the rivalry there, makes sense as well. As a fan, I hate it. I, I really do. I think it's idiotic. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to see the Yankees and Red Sox and. Uh, in England, even though technically it's the Yankees' advantage because it is uh, Boston Red Sox will be considered the home team, so we'll, the Yankees will want to go to Fenway twice. I would think that's a benefit for the Yankees, uh, but still, I'd prefer they play here. Uh, it should be somewhat interesting. I know I've mentioned to you a couple of times, center field is going to be 385 feet. They're going to build a taller wall, but man, there going to be some home runs in it. You can't build a wall, a wall tall enough there for these two teams. I, I imagine the ball is going to, it's going to travel somewhat there. So I'm curious to see how that plays out as well. Well, I guess we'll I, be betting overs <laughs> if if they keep the line like even if they jack it up. What so what's an average Yankees game usually uh, due to the hitting nine and a half? We see some tens out there. If they pop even like an eleven, uh, if they, even if they pop a ten and a half, eleven, I think we'll probably go it, over. I guess it'll depend on who uh, who's pitching. Chris Sale's pitching yeah. well. Man, you know, he's pitching well again now. Uh, I know he's lost to the Yankees a couple times this year, but he's pitched well in those games. He hasn't gotten beat up. So I think then the line could go back down to eight and a half. So, but I was thinking the same thing. I wonder how much they're going to jack this lineup, you know, because of the once again the small fence in center field. You got to figure. I don't know, an extra home run a game, two home runs a game wouldn't shock yeah. me these two teams. You know, wouldn't shock me at all here. So I'm curious to see how it plays out. I'm also curious, I, I said that they're going to build a taller wall. I haven't heard how high this wall is going to be. You know, m- most walls in baseball are eight feet. Yeah. You know, is it going to be 12 feet, 16 feet, 20 feet, 25? That's what it's going to be. You know, so I'm kind of curious. It's going to be like, like we see in Arizona where it's 30, 30, 40 feet in the air. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see how, how high this wall is going to be. Uh, we haven't heard I think I haven't it's going to be pretty yet. low. 
I think it's going to be low. It's going to be higher than normal. So all I, all I can tell you is that it's going to be higher than eight. Granted, it could be nine. I don't know. It could be. You know, we haven't heard that yet. So I'm curious to see how, what they're going to do here. Because 385 feet, most Oof. ballparks, center field is about 405, 408, 410. So that's 25 feet short. That's home runs. So they're going to have to build that wall at somewhat a decent height to alleviate some of that concern. But then again, baseball, we know they want home runs, right? The Bulls juice. They won't admit it, but we all know the Bulls juice. Oh, definitely. Yes. Me they and talked about it out. last week. He brought out the stats. like we can walk in there with Lionel Hutz as our lawyer and we can win that case. The ball's juiced. And if you're telling us anything else, you're, you're a liar. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it definitely is. Like, there's too much empirical data to say it's not. Because they're, well, they're, 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 they're hitting home runs at record pace. It's not even hot out yet, George. Like, this is the first weekend where I'm thinking about putting the air conditioning on. What happens when it gets hot, sticky, and humid? That thing's going to fly. Ballparks, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, hell, Rogers Center, where the Jays play. That ball travels. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be nuts. And that, this, is, this, is, this is the stats before the heat. So I got to believe it's going to be crazy. Plus, if you want to, if you want to sell the game, because he doesn't really follow baseball immensely, what do you sell? You sell on home runs. So yeah. you want the ball? You want the ball to be hit ten miles? You do. Yeah, that's that's, that's good. It's for true. The when they do the when they do those football games, you don't want to see the field goal kicker the whole time, right? They want no, touchdowns. No, they want big right. plays. You want they the want bombs. Home runs. You want it's the like, bombs. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even talk to you because you came back. We haven't even talked about the transactions. Are you surprised that uh, Keuchel went to the Atlanta Braves? We knew it was probably going to be a one, two year deal, something like that. He gets a one year, thirteen million dollar deal, and probably playing for the next contract. But I thought the Yankees were involved. Were you surprised uh, to go to uh, that he went to Atlanta, or uh, were they on your radar too? Oh, they were on my radar, so I wasn't surprised he went to Atlanta. Uh, the Yankees offered him pretty much the pro-rated qualifying offer, which was about between 11 and $12 million. So Atlanta came in higher. Atlanta also uh, told him that he'd be up no later than June 18th. Atlanta also said that if he's hurt between now and June 18th, uh, they'll put him on the major league I.L. So they, they said, once again, they, you may ask why. It's all about service time and getting up there and getting paid. So that's what's that's going on there. So uh, Atlanta gave, gave him some small concessions, the most money, and Atlanta needed the help. I mean, Gaussman is getting he's – a, he's a gas fire, right? He's getting destroyed of late. Oh, yeah, Gaussman, his last start, I, I, I don't think he got an out, George, George. It was crazy. Like, it was like one nothing, 3 nothing, 6 no, I'm like going, this guy can't get an out. He is a yeah. gas can. He's, a, he's <laughs> been a gas can. Fulton Amich has been – a little bit better, but yeah, we'll we'll say bad, but getting better, but still not the old faulty that we knew. Exactly, still not the uh, play. It's not what we expected here. I, uh, you know, they have a lot of good young pitching. I still think I would have gone Kimbrel if I was them, but that cost more money, and maybe they didn't want to give three the three years forty four million he got from uh, Chicago. Cubs? Were you surprised yeah. he went to the Cubs? I, I I didn't think. I know they talked about it, and that story broke the other day, but I th- I didn't I, I didn't see him going to the Cubs, but you know, I mean, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the move. Everybody can use bullpen help, but yeah, I agree with you. The Cubs, oh, you got Strope. I, I get it. Strope always yeah. gets hurt, and maybe that played in uh, to effect here. But no, uh, I was a little surprised. I thought he'd go to the National League East. You know, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Washington. That's where I had him going, and uh, it ends up being, hey, he's going to the Cubs there. Uh, I, just, I have Pedro Strope in a league, so I, I am weeping this week because I'm going to do <laughs> saves in about two weeks. Yeah, hey, you got to save last night. I'll, t- I'll take what I can get here, but that uh, that's a loss for me, and it means I had to trade automatically if I for Roberto was sooner in that league to keep up uh, my save total. I did that yesterday. So, uh, like I said Keuchel, interesting. Uh, one year deal. There are no bad one year deals. There are I no agree. bad one year deals. So good luck. Well, there. Who was the pitcher? Who was the guy? I think it was Bauer. 
He's like, you know what I mean? I'm going to do this my yes. whole career. One-year deal, one-year deal, one-year deal. Because if you really think about money, over time, if you're a good player and you believe in yourself, you might as well, you know, tr- take those one-year deals and go, okay, this is what I'm going to keep on doing. Because over time, you'll actually make more money. It's kind of like buying in bulk. Jo- George, when you go to the Costco or BJ's, right? We like the, the steaks in bulk. We like the chicken in bulk. But it's a cheaper price. If you buy individually, more expensive. No, you're absolutely absolutely true. He'll make money if if he banks on himself and stays healthy. There's the key. Stays yeah. healthy, he'll make much more money on one year deals. Much more. It wouldn't even be close. The problem is, I mean, Cam, if if I'm a pitcher, I'm taking the big money deal. Yeah. Uh, and my uncle, my uncle blow out tomorrow. You know, we you just don't know. If I'm a hitter, I can see myself banking on if I'm a hitter and I know I can hit and I know I'm going to hit forever. Fine, take uh, you want to do the one year deals. Fine. Think about but Mike pitch- Trout. Uh, just using an example, right? He's getting the Barry Bonds treatment. They, the Angels signed him that deal. Imagine his one-year deals, what kind of money he can make. <laughs> $35, 40000000 a year. Uh, yes, yes. Easy. Easy. That's, that's low end, right? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah I, but as a pitcher, man, I'm not, I'm not banking on my good own. Call. staying healthy. Um, Pitcher's take, a whole take, different scenario. How many guys have we seen, too, that were kicking ass, and then all of a sudden they're done? It could happen instantly. You you could be on top of the world, and then you got an injury, and you're absolutely done there, George. No, I agree, a hundred percent. I was just a little bit surprised at the teams that uh, landed those guys. A story that I found, uh, you know, at first I was laughing about it. Now I'm not laughing at all. You know what I mean? When you hear, uh, you know, ruptured testicle, you get you get a giggle. But uh, I got to tell you, this uh, Mitch Haniger, this is awful. Like uh, the guy needs surgery down there. George ruptured testicle, foul ball in his nuts. Like uh, it's, it sounds like comedy. It's not comedy though. This is serious stuff, and uh, this guy actually has to, you know, have surgery. That's horrible, horrible. You know what I mean? We we snicker, but I'm not. I I feel for the man because uh, a ruptured uh, testicle doesn't sound like fun. No, Adrian Beltre had it a few uh, years ago, uh, and that is. Uh, you get it with Belcher. He was an infield who wasn't wearing a cup. I mean, what are you, an idiot? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, wear a cup as, as, as an infield. Imagine playing a hockey game. Imagine playing a hockey game without a cup. Like guys sticking in the nuts. You get a puck there. Like you're done. You're. you're I remember you're, guys you're, during hockey games. By the way, yeah. If you forgot, you, you if you if you forgot your cup, which guys do all the time, people were sticking stuffing pads down there. Yeah. All right, and you got to do what you got to do to make sure you're not going to take one. Uh, you know, in the family jewels there. That hurts. Hurts. Hurts a lot. A different kind of pain, by the way. <laughs> For if you're any women living out there it's just a different kind it's not pain it's hard to explain that that I, there's no other feeling like it when you get hit there it's like everything is yeah. zapped out of your body but anyway uh adrian belcher had the same problem uh let's say it took a uh took a ground ball and he had a ruptured testicle uh, i want to say about four or five years ago time flies could be longer than that hanager as a outfielder i understand him not wearing a cup because i would as an outfielder i wouldn't either you no, know I agree. You, not, you don't have that I same agree. kind of uh you don't have that same kind of worry there, but it's over a foul ball. I mean, man, that's got to be a first, right? That has to be a first. I don't think yeah, I've ever heard of anybody. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, you, I don't think you get it in your unit. You get it in your foot. You get it in your leg. You get it in uh, your shin. Like, yeah, I, I, like, that's the thing, George. Like, you, when I think of foul balls, I think a guy's getting it right in their foot. Ow, ow. But in your nuts, that's, that's very unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. That might be one word for it. Uh, uh, it's just, uh, oh, I mean, it's awful. You hope he, uh, everything goes. I mean, I've got Hanger in a couple of leagues, so it's a blow for me as well. You hope things get uh, better quickly for him. 
Do you know yeah, well, uh, the uh, guy that they called up, Taylor Scott? Do you know anything about him in Triple Eight to call him? His number, his numbers are good. Is he one of those guys? Like it's, a, it's, gonna, it's. I don't know how long's Hanniger gonna. He's gonna be probably out for. I'm thinking about. He's on the uh, injured list. Ten. He'll probably be out. But Scott Service said for an injury like that, there's recoup time, so they're thinking two to three weeks, right? I, I don't think you'll see Hanniger until after the All Star break. Yeah, which is in about what, about a month here, so maybe four or five weeks. I think uh, that's when you'll see him again. That's, that'd be my guess. Yeah, it's not a long-term injury; he's not not going to be out for the year. But I think it'll be, uh, yeah, at least uh, until until that's uh, happening. As a Taylor Scott, he's a pitcher, not a uh, not a hitter. For those wondering, oh, he is okay. Good. I was just I just wrote down Taylor Scott. Oh, so so they call up, they lose a batter, and they call up a pitcher. That's kind of weird, right? Uh, uh, I guess what's, what's he, maybe they have extra outfield. I don't. I haven't checked their roster. Maybe they have outfield depth, but they don't have a pitch. Maybe they need the a roster pitcher. Sucks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. Coming into, I think it was Thursday's game. They had only won thirteen of their previous fifty games. That's thirteen and thirty-seven. That's a two-sixty winning percentage. So they're terrible. It doesn't matter who it is, really. But as for Hanager, he's a nobody. You know, he's not someone you want to pick up. Uh, 5.88 ERA and 33 innings with Comer uh, in AAA this season. He's not someone you're looking uh, to land here. And I don't think he'll be with the team long. Yeah, no, that, that's that's making a lot of sense. So, I don't know, George, how are your uh, fantasy teams doing and stuff like that where you're away? I know you guys have, like, the FOB and all that other stuff. It's kind of – I, I guess you could do everything online now, but uh, things going according to plan. Guys, uh, anybody that you're really looking at, uh, waiver wire ads. We Me, me and uh, – I went down to the fish market with Galena, and we found – some smeltzer uh, for, uh, for for the Twins. Some sm- smelts, uh, part, part of uh, Joe's uh, fish array right there for, for the Twins. Anybody else uh, that catches uh, the George Kurtz radar? Well, we're all scrambling for closers. I mean, I mentioned uh, with uh, Kimball going to Chicago, I really hope in your league, by the way, I know I've been writing about this for weeks now that Kimball was already claimed because you try and claim him now, that price yeah. is going to be exponential. He's not going to pitch for a couple of weeks, but still everyone's going to be going for him. But interesting thing, and uh, – this comes to uh, strategy-wise. In a league uh, I'm playing, it's, this is an, uh, an industry league through, through Rotowire, so it's with all the writers uh, in Rotowire. I'm in second place, 18-team league, and the first-place team offered me a deal. Now, this is the 40-man rosters. We have minor leaguers, and I was surprised that the first-place team would offer this deal. Now, granted, he has a big lead. I think he has uh, about an 18-point lead over me at the time, which is significant. Obviously, it's a, it's a big lead. But I was surprised he would, try and, he would want to help me out. I said, I had Strope in that league. I lost my closer. He offered me Asuna. And he offered me Asuna for minor leaguers. Uh, Nolan Jones and uh, Michael Kopech. Guys who aren't going to help anybody this year. It's a, Once again, it's a, a keeper league. Yeah. A heavy keeper league. So I was surprised. And what I mean by strategy is, generally, I don't like helping people behind me. Especially directly behind me. You know, it's a money league. You know, we, we, uh, so I, w- I was surprised he offered this deal. You know, this is this deal will allow me, especially if I can make another deal for a closer to gain five, six, seven points. You know, and not lose anything. So I didn't give up anything off my major league roster. So he took a gamble here. He's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Still win, still get first place, and get better for the future. Interesting. Uh, it's not a deal that I probably would have made. But then again, the person I'm dealing with, by the way, he's made probably 20 trades. He isn't. It's kind of got guy you want in your league because he's an active, active owner and not afraid to make a deal. See, that's not the thing. Afraid at I was going to say a lot of guys in fantasy leagues. I'm my baseball leagues only with my buddies. It's not like you. That's why I want to get your perspective on it. But I'm in a lot of deep uh, football leagues, high cash leagues, and stuff like that. There's always that one guy, like a compulsive gambler. He's always on the blower. Always email trade, 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 trade. It's kind of like their crack. You know what I mean? It's like gotta make a move. Gotta make a move. Never satisfied with what they got. 
And he's not. He's I said, when I say twenty trades, I may be light here. Maybe more. He's made a thousand <laughs> wow. trades. I've even I've talked to him a lot. I'm like, don't you like to let your team sit? Sit, yeah, let and, it simmer, you know, percolate like a, stew, a little bit, you know? right? Put the, yeah, put see the what spices you got there. in. Let it, let it, let the aroma get in the house. You know, like, come on, buddy. Yeah, some people aren't <laughs> like that though, George. <laughs> no, he, I think you're right. I think he needs. To, I think it's that's his Jones man. Need to make a deal. Need to make a deal. Who can I trade with? It's the first deal I've made with him all year. We've we've talked to several others, but the first deal. But like I said interesting for the first place team to trade with the second place team. Something I'd be very wary of. Yeah, I'd be wary of it, too. Hey, well, George, we haven't got into the NFL. A lot of weird moves in the NFL, NHL, a couple big signings. Betting board, a whole lot more of the Belmont. <laughs> Stick around, everybody. It's the Weekend Fantasy Update with Stuart and Kurtz and Angle. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thank you very much, Shot on Cam Stewart, along with George Kurtz. Weekend Fantasy Update. Hope everybody's Saturday is going well. Women's final on right now in the French Open. Uh, Barty from Australia and Vondrasova. Barty taking the first set 6-1, to one, up 5-3. to three. Hopefully she can close it out, George, because I bet on women's tennis too. This, this doesn't surprise me. All right? No. Am, I, am I surprised I'm, I'm, no. I'm starting to think, no, no, don't be surprised. No, I'm going to tell you something, though, George. I've been following this fr- the French Open. I, I'm really starting to like tennis betting um, for the matches. They basically like a money line. They have uh, spreads, like a football game, right? Like minus uh, three and a half games per the set and whatever. I find a lot of the time you can get a really good number there in comparison to the money line and uh, get a little bit of uh, take back. Yes, and my girl just won. Perfect. Now I have more uh, money in the account to put on baseball games today, George, I love doing. You're my good luck charm right now. This is this is great. Raptors are winning. You're back from Florida. Just won some money on the women's tennis. This is great. I want. I'm actually kind of upset. I'm not uh, in New York today. I'd uh, try to coax you to come down to the Belmont. That would have been a lot of fun. <laughs> it's no, it's actually where I, it's going to be awesome. That's where I grew up. I grew up in uh, Elmont, about maybe two three miles from the track. Actually, I've only been there probably a handful of times, three four. At most of my life. Uh, I was never a big racing guy there. But, yes, I know the area very well. I actually haven't been to Elmont in forever. Elmont, by the way, is in the middle of the island, so it's very difficult to get to. It's, just, it's, not, it's not fun. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's not north. It's not south. It's right in the middle. No, so you're I right. almost, have to, almost have to go around to get there. And uh, I don't know. Just uh, I, I guess I'm not, just not very anxious to get back. Yeah, it should be an interesting race though today. Uh, so you know, I was I was capping it. We had Randy Moss, not the football player, on, but the capper from NBC and Tacitus. Guys, for information, if you're betting the the horse race, too, basically you look for horses that you know, 16 of the last 21 winners they ran in the Derby, but also skipping the skipping uh, the Preakness to go into the Belmont, the final leg of the Triple Crown. There will be no Triple Crown winner, but you like to get that fresh and horse Tacitus. I got it two to one. The current odds three to two. War of Will. 
Will, who won the Preakness at 5-2. to two. Those are the co-favorites in the race. So, yeah, no, if you're a horse racing fan, I do like Tacitus. And if you're looking for a long shot tax, I don't like to pay it, but I'll bet on it at 18-1 to one to maybe finish top three or four for tax as a, a horse that I'm looking at today, George. So I didn't get into some of the other things we've talked about. Lots of news in uh, the National Football League, uh, the NHL. We could talk... Uh, Blues and Bruins, George, I know we uh, haven't even mentioned it. And I'll, I tell you, lots of controversy as a ref. You kind of you kind of feel bad for these refs, so they're human beings. The game's really fast. And it, it almost seems to me these coaches just going back, uh, you know, basically Berube, oh, you know, we had 16 penalties in seven games in this series. Now we have 16 penalties in three games. So he really got on the refs for the tic-tac calls. And now Cassidy basically say, you know what I mean? It's a black eye on the sport. Uh, coaches are frustrating. These guys are human. It was a bad call. Bozak slew-footed and we all know but hey also george the first thing you tell me and we know this playing the game when the ref doesn't blow the whistle you don't stop on the play that's on you well a couple things here uh one all right anybody who thinks craig berube had an effect on the other refs is, is nuts I, it's Craig Berube first. I We're know. not talking Al Arbor here or Scotty I know. Bowman. I know. You're talking about a first year. Not even he's not even coached for a year. He came yeah. in mid year. All right. He's a you know the name because he used to play. He's not some coach who's all, he has any kind of credibility here. Not yet. Anyway, maybe in five ten years. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's done a great Penn job this year. year. He's done a great he's job. An, but... He's an outstanding job. Outstanding job. Yeah. But he's not someone. I mean, every coach during every press conference is always. There's a, there's a reason for what he says. All right. Uh, if, if you think, I said, and by you, I don't mean Cam. If you uh, people out there, you think it's had a major effect, you're nuts. Yeah, I Remember, agree. the refs are different from game to game. The refs who ref the first game, yes, they call ticky tack, everything, every little thing. Some refs do that. The other refs haven't. Now, it really wasn't a slew foot. It was a trip. It was a pure trip. Yeah. And yes, it was a blown call. And I don't know what, you know, when you and I discussed the uh, hand pass, St. Yeah. Louis, uh, San Jose, you could see why the refs missed it. You yeah. can see the back ref was blocked out by the uh, the goalie. The two linesmen, you know, they're too far away and too many players in front of them. And the other ref also had uh, uh, angle problems. And this one, the trip, I mean, you could clearly see the ref right behind it, 10, 20 feet with a clear view. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know why he didn't call it. My, there could be a time, you know, I, I do ref games. There are times, Cam, where it's a penalty. I know it's a penalty. Yeah, you just don't blow the whistle. Won't go yeah. up. I'm with I don't you on know. that. And right. another thing, George, quickly, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt, but but just the point. I also think that in the game, because Boston was the home team at that time, it would have been like four penalties to one. I, I'm not sure. I don't think that played a part of it, but kind of in the maybe in the back of the ref's head, his psyche. But you're right. Like there've been times that you see something happen, and you're just kind of like, eh, you know. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's weird. That's yeah, a great point by you. It's just, it's not, almost like you're frozen. I just can't raise my arm here. There's no call. Can't right. stop you on want, the play. You want to call it a brain cramp, brain fart, whatever yeah. you might want to call it. I mean, it, it does happen. And I'll tell you, Cam, that, that's a good point you just brought up. There are, listen, as refs, we generally know if all the calls are going for one team, and you're, you're, you almost say to yourself, oh, I really want to give a call to the other team. You know, I really want to call something for the other team. You almost you say it. I'm not yeah. saying you'll do it, but you almost say it to yourself. But, but the problem is that was such an obvious one. That's one of those ones. I, I say it a lot when I when I ref. I generally, I'm not a penalty. Right? I don't call a lot of penalties. But there are times when my hand goes up and I can't stop it because it's, it's just so obvious. That was one of those times. 
the hand should have been just shooting. It was just too obvious. So I don't, like I said, I would love to see the ref have to explain why. I am a big believer in that, that the, a ref should have to explain why. The players have to explain yeah. what happened. The it's coaches have point. to explain. All sports. Why sh- I want, I want right. to see guys on the, the podium. I know. We've, me and you have talked about this before. And now when sports is at this peak, George, where there's controversy, it almost seems like everywhere. Hell, the Kentucky Derby controversy, basketball game, too many fouls, hockey game, black eye on the refs, uh, hand passes and this. Like, I'm just looking at, oh, the New Orleans Saints game. Let's mention it. So every sport we've mentioned has had a critical play that has been blatant. Like, it's time to talk. Like, I'm, I'm with you. These athletes make the money. You're, you don't have to say, you know, you're you're perfect, but go, go explain to the people what you saw and what happened. I just want to hear something instead of just shr- shrugging it off like it didn't happen. That's a problem. I think I think people have more respect for it. I agree. More respect for the refs. So they came in and, you know, the refs just said, hey, I blew it. I made a mistake. I, I, I tell you, I would have immense respect for that. All right, he admitted it. He admitted he blew the call rather than hiding. And I, I know it's the refs that aren't hiding. It's the league that hides them. They don't, doesn't want them to be on there for whatever reason it is. But you said it. This is every sport now. Hockey's been terrible this postseason. We all know the NBA is terrible. Football, yes. The New Orleans Saints got screwed. Baseball, the home plate umpire is a joke. Joke, yeah. You know, it's 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 like uh, these this, this needs to be fixed. It needs to get better. It just has to get better. I mean, uh, but like I, said, I think I don't think there's any reason why they shouldn't be accountable. Except that every player, we see it every night. We all see you the get a paycheck, hey, right? You get a paycheck right? from the. If, it's, it's good not paycheck. Like volunteer work, exactly. Like you go to the rink. You're refereeing uh, rec league. You get a paycheck or whatever. You get paid for. You get paid for the job. If somebody wants to ask you something, you've told me. You know, you've gone up to a player. I saw this. I saw you do this. You tripped. He, he retaliated. I saw the punch in the face. Whatever it is, you know what I mean. As a referee, you t- you, you talk and communicate with those people. But there, sports is at at a pace where it's so damn fast now, and it's like the the, the professionals are so quick. Like there has to be something done. Like it, it has to change. George, I don't want to be talking about this stuff anymore. You know what I mean? Like all we do is talk about controversy, instant replay, this and that. Like I almost long for the days as a kid where. You know, just games were won and lost on the field, on the ice, uh, with play. You know, not not a, it just feels like there's more controversy now. Maybe because we gamble too, we analyze and super analyze everything. We really break it down, but it's just uh, the the pace of play is so quick. Uh, it's uh, it's hard for the human element to keep up. Oh, I agree. It's, mistakes are always going to be made. You know, by the referees, and I'm 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 okay with that. I understand. I understand being a ref myself. I'm going to make mistakes. Yeah. I'm not going to see everything, but it's the obvious ones you can't make. You can't. You, I say you can't miss that trip. You just can't. I don't know where the other ref was, the top ref, well, where he was. He, once again, might have been blocked out. No idea. They, I haven't seen a view of where he was. But the bottom ref was 10, 15 feet away. That, that has to be called. You can't miss that. And like I said, I, I do think they, they need to be held accountable. That being said, the NHL can't keep replacing these, uh, these refs after every mistake they made. Yeah, they have to have exactly. guys left. I mean, they got rid point. of the guys who blew uh, what the uh, the Vegas game. They got rid of the guys who blew the hand pass. You know, you, you can't keep doing this. If you do something, yeah, and that's another thing. If if you continue to do that, like the guys who go out there are nervous. Like you can't be in a situation where you're scared all the time. Like, hey, I'm going to lose my job if I make one big mistake here because that's going to affect everything that you do. So you know, they need a they need a level of confidence too when they're going out there that they got control of the situation. I agree. Uh, you certainly don't want these guys uh, walking on eggshells. That being said, I do think the guys in the Vegas game needed to be replaced because they guessed. Yeah, and, that you can't, and, and you it cost. That, that, that was that was huge too. Like, like Vegas could. You can't, you can't be. <laughs> yeah. You can't be guessing that it was a major penalty. If you didn't see it, you didn't see it. I mean, that, that's just the way it is. I don't think the refs in the St. Louis, the, the hand pass game, I don't think they should have been replaced because I could see why. They were blocked out. That happens in hockey. People don't realize when you're a hockey ref, I mean, you're out there with 12 other people, 13 other people, actually, 
two goalies, five players on the team, and the other ref. You know, and you're going to you're going to get blocked out. People are skating in front of you. People are standing in front of you. Everyone's moving at the same time, and the game is fast. And you're going to get blocked out at times. That's why there's two of us. So hopefully one one sees it. But there are going to be plays that are missed. Always plays that are missed. You know, so it's just, it, it's it's not easy to be an official in any sport. It's not. And Lord, you're going to take a lot of grief. You know, over that. I know refereeing the uh, game this week got somebody threatened me. It's just the way really? it is. Like what? The, yeah, like it was kid, to, to, to hit you or just like it was a, kid, uh, it was a kids game. And actually, it was yeah. a, uh, I don't I don't ref many kids games. Cause I, actually, because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't I don't like dealing with parents. Kids, and I used to do kids games and stuff. Yeah, those par- parents are crazy in kids game compared to adult. They're a bunch of nut jobs. <laughs> yeah, the, but the game was not, the game was quiet the whole game. You know, it was good game. I think it was two nothing the other team, and I even well, the coach of the one team was one of my, a guy I played with for fifteen years. So he knew me very well, you know. And uh, and it's, it's, the game's quiet. And then these eight to ten year olds. So I'm talking these are young kids, and uh, end up being uh, balls in the corner. And you know, two kids are running at it, and the one kid didn't stop and hit the other kid into the boards. Uh, penalties, it's a penalty right away. Penalties up, called the penalty, and the guys he wants a major penalty called after he realized the kids hurt. This is not even right away he's complaining about this. This is minutes yeah. later. Kids are always hurting these games, by the way. They go down all the time. Yeah. And, you know, they're crying. They're kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, but it wasn't a major penalty. The other kid wasn't running him. Now, granted, I'll, I'll, I will say this in the other guy's defense. I uh, was, my view was head on. So I, I didn't have an angle to see if the kid reached out and pushed him. I don't think he did, but I didn't have that angle. So if that happened, well, then, I, then I am wrong. But uh, I, I only called the one minute. I didn't, think, I didn't even think it was a big thing. And uh, he's going on and on. Then finally he goes to me, uh, I'm going to come out there and throw you into the boards. Oh really? You okay. know, it's like yeah, yeah, you're an ass. <laughs> you know, so uh, and I, I, so I, I threw him out of the game, and you know, and I'm not so. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've I've rarely had to throw an adult out of a kid's game, but I threw, I threw him. You can't you can't yeah. threaten somebody. No, you can't. And uh, you know, I told the owner after the game, I'm like, listen, I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna have a heart attack here. I don't care what you do. I understand you got to deal with these people all the time. I'm just letting you know what happened. You want to suspend them, suspend them. If you don't, I'm fine. Because you know, I was good with it, you know. It was the game was over and I was fine. I was really hoping the guy would just apologize to me, you know, as heat yeah, of the moment he, thing. He didn't. But no, no. Five, five ten minutes later, I go out to ref the next game. Next game's adult game. He's still yelling yeah. at me. Really? You know, and, wow. I, and I, I go up to him. I, go, Listen, I told the owner that I didn't care to let you go. Now I care. Now you're done. Yeah. You know. Another like, thing too is pissed. it's amazing to me, George, in an arena or a field of play, the things you can do. If you do that, to, if some guy did that to you on the street, you have the right to like. To do whatever you know what i mean you're coming at me you're threatening me like come on that's the thing like arenas and stuff it's kind of weird like you're playing a sport it's different rules than like in, in real life situations like some guy did that to you walking down the street you'd be like what the are you kidding me like it's on you know what i mean it's it's people pretty crazy. Are just stupid yeah, i know they i are. mean <laughs> yes. it's like any guy's like well the kid got hurt you don't care about the kid getting hurt you wanted the call for your team all right, don't, don't give yeah. me this crap you cared about the kid getting hurt. All right, because if I, it's not like if I called the major penalty, by the way, the kid was going to be miraculously healed. Yeah. All right, so you didn't care. You didn't give a crap about that. But it's, people are stupid. They are. That's why I said if he would have apologized immediately after, yeah, I'm you fine said, with it. cool. You get right. heat of the heat of the moment stuff. Everyone gets fired up. It's uh, That's the way it goes. But, yeah, no, that's a jackass move by him, too. <laughs> like it's, uh, that's crazy. He's, he's, unfortunately, you see it all the time. And there was a yeah. big article in Newsday about uh, on Long Island. I imagine it's through most of the country, probably Canada, too, about how they're not – they can't get people to ref high school games. It's actually, yeah, no, I saw that article, too. Yeah, no, no one wants yeah. to do it anymore. They're having no one wants to deal like with crap. Exactly. It's, it's not an easy job for these guys. I was just going to say, too, George, in the Stanley Cup final, you know, we help people on the weekends. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm on the blues, and I got these guys at a nice price there, so I'm sitting there game six. But I hate to say this. If I'm looking at the current series price and Boston uh, is getting plus 260, 
on my book, St. Louis is minus 300. That's crazy. They win game six. They got a home game for game seven. I'm just saying, when you do the math, that number is very, very good if you like Boston. Like, if you like Boston, you, you might as well buy in now. I'm on St. Louis. I got a great number, but I'm saying you're not going to get the Bruins a plus 260. They squeak out a win. They get a home game and will be favorites in game seven. That's a good line. I'm on. I'm pretty much almost head lock and barrel with you here because I like St. Louis as well. I think they, you know, I talked to you and Gabe on Tuesday. I think St. Louis has outplayed Boston, especially five on five. Not that Boston played bad in game yeah. five. They didn't. They played pretty well. They played they their ass off screwed. in the third period. St. Louis held on for that win. I was getting scared. They did. They held on for dear life for that win. But that being said. Game six is back in St. Louis. That sounds like an advantage, right? No, it's Well, not. you know, St. Louis has played much better on the road, and we saw how they played game three. Their first Stanley Cup game at home, they got, they got blasted. Yeah, I think there's they a lot did. of pressure playing at home. They have, they've never won a Stanley Cup, haven't been there in, what, 52 years, something silly like that. I think there's a lot of pressure on them. It wouldn't surprise me at all if this is a Boston win. And it does go to Game 7. Now, I might feel differently about Game 7, though, where the advantage might go to St. Louis because they played so well on the road here. And Boston yeah. is really beat up. And I hate the NHL scheduling, by the way. They keep giving extra days. I, I, I was counting on this game being tonight because I'm going to be home watching all this stuff. I'm, yeah, home I, I'm with too, you. I really want like, to watch this. Even one, even one day, like Sunday? So... What do we go? So what? What's yeah? Like why are it Sunday? Like I, I, and the funny thing, uh, George, it's not like when I covered the Stanley Cup final, it was Vancouver to Boston, and St. Louis to Boston. It's not even. Oh, that it's all far. about TV. We yeah, all know, know it's oh, about know. TV. It's crazy though because that's the problem. That's why guys like hockey more than the NBA because the NBA would take a week off before games, and you're going, can we please play the damn games? It's almost like hockey's getting that way now, three days before games. And so that's nuts. It used to be every single other night we'd play. Right. That's the way it should be. Every yeah. other night. It's, it's, it's annoying. That it, it, to me, it's extremely annoying. That it's, not, it's not fair because it's not fair to St. Louis in this case because Boston's really banged up. They should have to yeah, play. They should get that extra day or extra day's rest. That's why it's a war of attrition. You play the game. I'm, I'm with you. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, now, now these guys are going to get healed up. It's interesting, George. Like When Boston's at home, they're minus uh, 165. I'm looking at the game line on my book. It's down to 15. It's almost a pick em. Like It's kind of crazy. The Blues, you said it. They get no respect from the book because they know Boston's a very, very good road team and road teams uh seem to play in hockey yeah you almost want to be the road team can you believe that 15 cents in a closing game at home i thought it would be about 30 or 40 i expected it to be too so i'm not i can't say i'm surprised though it's, it's just the way the numbers are telling us that it's, it's happening this postseason with it i don't know if this is a trend or just once again an anomaly but i'm not surprised and the total in a closing game, I got to go over five. I don't care if the juice is 40 cents. Think about it. If any team got, got you know, if the, even if the Blues had a lead, bosses have to pull Tuka Rask early. Five, I don't care if, it, you know what I mean? You have to, on principle, bet it at five over. I agree, because what you're saying, you're down, you're pulling the goalie. What do you care if you lose 7-2 or 3-2? Either way, it's a loss and you're done. So, yeah, I agree. I'm going, uh, I'm going to take the over as well. Yeah, I just I'm just saying I'm on Boston, but guy, uh, so St. Louis guys, if you like Boston, it's a good price though. Like uh, you're getting pl- plus two sixty for a good hockey team, and that's the thing you can really middle these. Uh, I like playing the futures market, George. It's been good for me because you find good middles and you can guarantee yourself making money. You know, you do the math and boom, make a couple extra hundred dollars even when you hedge. So anyway, should be interesting. George is right though. Sunday night, we're waiting a long time, too long. Stick around. We got NFL news. We got more baseball bets. We got everything here on the show. Me and George Kurtz and Sean Angle. Weekend Fantasy Update. Short break, everybody.